Hallihallo. Hello, good morning and afternoon and evening, depending on where you are in the world, to Uva Ball Raw USA. Welcome, Uva Ball. I'm Gary Otto. Here's Uva Ball. We are your hosts today. And uh, how's it going, Uva? Yeah, I mean, here it's shitty weather and it's that non-snowy time but it's cold and rainy and so on and uh, so we going through the days i just saw your whatsapp that bill o'reilly and donald trump are on tour uh, uh-huh. i'm not surprised i mean um it's he, behind the curtain i think the republicans getting stronger and of course more QAnon driven retarded but at the same time, more and more people uh, joining them in their conspiracy theories, right? I mean, I follow Joe Rogan on Twitter and stuff like this. That is all like this kind of um, indications that uh, people going completely sidetracked, don't accept science, don't accept history. They just don't accept anything anymore. And they they make things up as they go. And it looks for me like that is what the Republicans doing to throw everybody off their game. Yeah, it shouldn't be about if someone's cool. Like the Republicans are running off a cult of personality as opposed to any actual fact. And they know it. Like Donald Trump is grossly inept. And the direction that their party has gone in is it's contradictory to their values. They just don't care, <clears throat> you know. They need to. I, 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 I am. I wonder what would happen. You know how Republicans all complain about, um, you know, we we need to stop raising the credit limit and we need to start canceling other programs and getting the money from that. I I heard a, a um, Rain Paul saying that about the Kentucky. Uh, hurricanes that happened this week. Yeah. Um, he voted against the past 10, for the past 10 years, he's voted against um, us supporting natural disasters in the United States. Um, Puerto Rico, he voted against. But now because it's Kentucky, he's going to Biden. It's like very hypocritical. You know, imagine, imagine if they really did um, get what they wanted, if Republicans were in control and instead of raising the debt limit, they like canceled social security. What kind of fucked up, like that's what they want too. What kind of crazy ramifications would that have on us, on our grandparents, on our parents? You know what I mean? It's like they, they have a, a good idea. Yeah, we do spend too much, but their, their solution for it is totally bonkers. You know, like trying to close social programs for the poor cut on unemployment, anything that doesn't affect them. It's total bullshit. Yeah, I watched yesterday on Netflix this uh, documentary about homelessness. It's only like 45 minutes long. And in San Francisco, LA and uh, Seattle, they were filming for three years and uh, following some people basically, right? And you, you see just the size of the tent cities growing everywhere. Besides the highway, the freeway, the parks, 
the sidewalks, whatever city you go in. And I had that in Vancouver, right? Exactly where my boss restaurant was. So, and it's, it's like, um, then they say, yeah, they need housing, right? So they need housing, but, uh, there is, there is no concept because everything gets more and more expensive parallel to more and more homeless running around. So, and what, what you see in the doku are this kind of two, two tiers to it. You have people now homeless, they have a job, but they cannot afford living. So they're living in homeless shelters and then they put the uniform on and working in a hospital as a nurse and stuff like this. Goodness. And it's shocking, you know, it's shocking that uh, how we let the prices grow, the inflation grow, the costs grow, that you just cannot survive with a job like with 2000 bucks a month or whatever, like with something that you cannot survive, that you don't have the chance with this amount of money in uh, various cities in, in the US uh, to exist, to, to live, to have at least a shitty apartment somewhere, what, what costs only 300 bucks, because in whatever, in San Francisco, a shitty apartment costs 1500 bucks. And then you, they, people cannot afford it. They have to decide food or rent. So, and then you have, of course, the total let's say, rundown, druggies, mental disturbed, uh, uh, kind of hookers, all this kind of homeless uh, society where if you just give them housing, they will destroy the housing. They will sell the furniture. So you have, and I think that it, it's, it's now, uh, you have maybe 30% of the homeless are really hardworking people that cannot afford to be alive. And that is ridiculous. And this, the government has to interfere. And 70% of the people are uh, addiction, you know, like they just like spend all the money on drugs. And uh, that is why they went down the drain. And these people have only one chance. And that is really rehab programs and not housing. So, um, uh, but I think the, when you just see the, the, the facts, the tendency continues that the 0.1% getting richer and richer and the other people uh, losing money, like what 7% inflation rate in the US. Yeah, the, 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 people, the people up on the top of the totem are out of touch, like they don't see they think that they see the repercussions on the average person, like they're driving in their limo and they look out the window. They think that they know, but they don't fucking know. I grew up on welfare in the 80s in New York City during the crack epidemic. So I, 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 I know that that was a low for our culture, but it's like they think of it's like me saying that everybody in that projects that I grew up in is a scumbag drug dealer and they can't be trusted. There are good people in there who are trying to better themselves and they should be rewarded. But I think the Republicans are lumping everybody together as if everybody's that sociopathic druggie who doesn't want help, who just wants to use the system. There are people out there like that, but it is not fucking everyone, you know? Yeah, totally. And, uh, uh, and that is the thing, but we're facing, an, uh, why is it always ending up in that discussion? Oh, you want communism. You know, because we, they want to manipulate, it's, it's what about it? Like it's not, it's something that's not related, but it's so scary to some people that it shuts them up and it shuts them down. It may not be applicable, but it's like a distraction technique 
it's not not everything is fucking communism and socialism and all this other shit but they say that to scare you to control you yeah, and it's proven that all that uh, super right-wing uh, companies have no problem to take the whole time uh, cheaper uh, uh, loans uh, and subsidies from the state. Yeah, you know that. But they are. But 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 what the people don't get and the voters don't get is both parties are not actually acting in their interest. No, you know, for example, what happened last week, you know, like the government shutdown and blah blah blah. But both parties had no problem to greenlight another 800 billion for the military. And then as a result, and nobody ever cut the military budget in the US, not Clinton, not Obama, whatever. And it's so crystal clear, wasted money, what only gets approved because the lobbies are so strong, not because US needs all that money to defend to defend the US or whatever. It's total bullshit. You you would also have a devastating military power if you spend three hundred billion. And I then know, you could... fucking, if they want to cut programs, cut our military fucking program, not social services, you know? Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, but that nobody questions. And even Biden doesn't and he makes a mistake with it. Yeah. You know, He's I, not... I, I, that... yeah. The Republicans try to pretend that Biden is super leftist. He's not. He's very centrist. So totally, not... totally. That whole idea from the Republicans to to tell everybody uh, Biden is a right wing uh, is a left wing nut, and he's like whatever uh, Lenin, Marx, and Stalin in one person has nothing to do with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is like what Angela Merkel was. Like a middle right, more to the right in the middle, not even more to the left in the middle. I know he is more to the right. I think it's bullshit. Yeah. What do they want in his place? Somebody like fucking Bill O'Reilly and Rush Limbaugh? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you said he's dead, and that is a good thing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but the thing is, like, the the main problem with the Bill O'Reillys and the Tucker Carlsons and these people is that they just go and develop a narrative, what then a Joe Rogan is using, whatever, and they're using that narrative, even if it's like bad and wrong from the root. It's a made up narrative about all problems, like heal, uh, uh, heal Corona with the horse bullshit drug, whatever, for horse deworming. Or, uh, uh, or a corona is not dangerous, right? And then they are the first ones who get vaccinated. Trump is vaccinated, his wife is vaccinated, the kids are vaccinated, everybody's vaccinated. Bill O'Reilly's vaccinated, Kataka Carlson, but they're running around and telling everybody don't get vaccinated, it's evil. But they are not so stupid themselves. They are apparatchiks of a completely uh, crazy bullshit uh, 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 made up mind controlling operation. There is nothing else. That I think I like... understand. I understand why they do it. Do you want to know why I think they they willingly give misinformation? Yeah, why? Well, like, look at me when, <clears throat> like, when I uh, when I uh, when you say something or something happens that I think will go viral and help sell the show, I'll create press releases. I'll exaggerate it just a little bit. Like when the Rampage movie with The Rock came out, we had a great, um, great response to us going viral. So I thought to myself, 
let's just get this out there, even if it's like, you know, 50% exaggerated, just because people will respond to it and we'll get those hits. So all that Tucker Carlson and all these people are thinking is, wow, me saying this shit is getting our ratings really high. It's sort of like what you did in Rampage 2, where you were the uh, executive in the TV station. Like, wow, we're getting such great response to this. We've got to keep it going. So that's Alex Jones, too. All these fuckers. They just, they're, they're lying in their pockets. They have no moral compass. They're, they look at people like suckers. It's, they're, they're preying on the public for their own gain. And they have no regrets, you know? It's all yeah. for... It's all for their hits and their ad support and their fame. And it's like very psychophant like. Yeah. And, and no, I see that the, the main problem is it's really for them like, yeah. a, like a drug and a business. You know, like Tucker Carlson, I think he masturbates every day based on, oh, I have the biggest rating from all the news channels. <laughs> to have breakfast with fascists and to gratulate them uh, like when he went to hungary right to orban and uh, you congratulate bolsonaro uh, who is now like basically gone and the brazilians uh, uh, were finally ready to get rid of this fucking corrupt piece of shit and then uh, you gratulate durtalte in the Philippines, who's now also gone, but who was proud that he killed people like himself. So, and uh, all that people, all that dictators, all that crazy people, they uh, they kisses the asses of murderers, of like pieces of shit. Because and, they have and- power, and they want they want power. Like it's like if I if they're millionaires and they're controllers of a country, and you're in their good graces, they're gonna do you favors. It's all bullshit, you know. It's all for favors and. And enrichment, self-enrichment. Same thing with Trump and the Saudis. He did that for self-enrichment. They'll do him a favor when he's out of presidency. Yeah, and look, his his, his, uh, Jared Kushner got so much money from the Saudis, right? They, the four years Trump was in office, they made, saved their whole business empire because all the shit they had failed. From the Trump yeah. stick to the Trump University to the casinos to the Trump hotels where they uh, took the Trump logos off in Toronto and Vancouver. They sold the Washington Trump Hotel, whatever. Like the whole main business of Trump sucks. Mm-hmm. But they were able to steal donations. Like they just stole all the money. They made things up. The kids made it up. Jared Kushner, the, the, the uh, Trump Jr. Uh, and Trump himself. And said we're collecting to uh, uh, file a lawsuit against the uh, uh, the stealing of the election, and then they collect five hundred million and spending forty, and 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 they, they can keep it, but it's stolen money. It's like completely a misused funds, right? Or I, I, I vote for me, give me a billion bucks, and I open my own TV station. I bet. He will do the TV station or whatever he's opening, the news station, what he's doing himself now, and spends $200 million, $800 million He would channel out in his pocket. And, and that he did that with every single thing where he raised money. He channeled money to himself. And nothing gets, gets prosecuted 
You know, like the stuff that are like five, six, seven years, the whole prosecution about the Trump uh, uh, tax fraud in New York or whatever. The, the prosecution is seven years behind him. Like they, they are not up to date. They don't see the crimes, what happened in the last six months, instead of like going for this, you know, that that he is a uh, for, wanted a, a violent overturn of the U.S. Constitution and of the U.S. government uh, made a... a, a crying out for a storm on the on the capitol doing treason on all ends lying on all ends under oath like misused the presidential office for pardons of of, of criminals uh, only because they were not uh, uh, testifying against him right and then you have a situation like now i think you saw the two days ago where the Britons said assange will get uh, um, extradited to the u.s you know so that's gonna and, be very scary i can't believe that no, I said that is the thing. Like it, it, it's it's not only shocking, you know, but you know what is really is shocking that Biden is not opening oh. his fucking mouth and stops it. I know you it's know just like I mean? how Merkel didn't stop uh, Erdogan with you. It's all political bullshit. No, but it's but yeah, but but it's not bullshit for Assange. It's the end of his life. I mean, think about that. Well, think I mean, it's about, not bullshit. I mean, it's bullshit is and it shouldn't be happening. You know. No, I, I know. And compare compare. The two cases, Trump versus Assange. Assange released information from third-party whistleblowers. And that information, as we know at WikiLeaks, made unbelievable scandals public. Like murderers. you know, like that there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. It made Paul a liar, Bush a liar. They, he, WikiLeaks was enormously important. Yeah, we would have never government. heard about it had it not been for WikiLeaks. We would have never heard. I know. So, and now he released that information. And, uh, okay, and he is like in hiding in seven years in an embassy and now three years in jail and then he gets extradited in a trial in US where he sits in jail and then he gets 30 years prison or 20 years or 10 years or even one second is unbelievable when you have a Donald Trump who in front of everybody did the crimes all himself it's because they can't control Assange Assange represents the free will of the people the day or at the Capitol, six yeah. or seven people died. Yeah. They're dead because of we going to the Capitol. <laughs> They're all patriots. The people died from both sides, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there were dead people. That is like manslaughter. That is, uh, 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 I mean, it was not a little demonstration of Trump supporters. That was a full-on attack on the democracy. And why the fuck he can go on a tour with Bill O'Reilly right now and is not in jail? And instead, uh, an Assange who lost almost his, he has the shittiest jail problem. Like he's, he has a really bad time in jail, right? It's a shit jail. It's like you don't see other people. He's isolated. You know, he doesn't have a TV or something. Like they treat him like a fucking El Chapo. Yeah. And it's so, I'm so ashamed uh, 
what we and I include here, Germany is not doing anything, right? In Germany, like a few people say, like from the politics, uh, Assange is unfair, what happened to him? But I mean, sorry, but I expect from a German government way more involvement in this, uh, you know, and calling out the British law and calling out uh, the US government to say, hey, you cannot be like totally uh, acting with, with Kamala Harris with Buttigieg, whoever, like all the people who are in that in that government, you can, and and then you let that guy really not free. Did he not really had already a penalty of ten years right now? You really want to spend fifty million bucks for a trial in the U.S. against Assange? Dude, what what Assange is going to represent? They're using him as like, look what happened to Assange. Don't let it happen to you. So everybody else, it's sort of like the reason why. Um, they're trying to get people not to protest. Like they're trying to get use people as examples. Uh, like in the old days, they used to hang people in the square. Today, today, they bring them to court, and it scares other people from trying the same thing. They want to silence others and use him as that example. Yes, you know, and um, yeah, I mean it's that, that was really a downer for me to to see that news. It's uh, it's extremely a downer, right? And and to have the next downer is of course the Corona disaster now with Omicron. Yeah, it's it's right? worse, guys. It's getting worse. We've been talking about it a little bit, and yeah. you might be like, "Oh my God, they're talking about it again." Well, it's not like it's going to end tomorrow. It's something that we should be paying attention to. Even if it sounds like it's ad nauseum, it's it's coming, guys. Yeah, but the problem I'm reading here, like uh, following some of the the scientists, uh, and uh, um, it is that even the booster shot mm -hmm. is not really more as seventy percent working against Omicron. So that means gonna get, the, the more that mutates, it's going to get harder and harder, of course. Yeah, they, they, they need to make a new vaccine, right? And they said already they need till March before the new vaccine is, is there. But then it's not there for everybody. There are only a few million doses in March. And then in April and May, Pfizer and BioNTech, uh, Moderna, they, they, they produce and, uh, hundreds of millions of doses. <clears throat> so, but... Everybody who is doing that kind of, uh, uh, like, uh, you know, the, the, the experts, they say that Omicron will take over Delta in January. And that from in February on, we are full on fucked with Omicron. So, but the Omicron, uh, the, the vaccine doesn't work. And, and most of the people then are also like, uh, do you want to go one another booster in February with, with BioNTech and then getting another vaccine in June when they have the Omicron uh, uh, vaccine? I mean, in what situation we're stumbling in? We're stumbling in, in an unbelievable amount of vaccines we have to give everybody every year it's just not working otherwise it's, it's like and i think it's 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 really scary because uh think about all the kids now getting vaccinated and what is if it's like an endless loop i mean normally like tetanus or whatever like that all that the pox and all that vaccine sometimes you got two times vaccinated it's good for life 
and and the measles, whatever, right? So and now we're talking here about that every human being will have to get vaccinated three times a year. And we still will have full on Corona still because there were always some variations coming and they fuck everything up again. So that you always have that three, four months in between where tons of people will die, tons of people will get Corona, uh, like a wave goes to everybody because nobody is protect protected at that point from an old vaccine. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just insane. If you think about that, what in what situation the, the world is going, uh, it, it it's it's really uh, make making our lives just miserable, miserable. Yeah, you no, know? I, I agree. It's this is like something that I never imagined that I would have to be dealing with in True. my time. You know, this is stuff like from the plague, like hundreds of years ago. It's fucking incredible, and uh, I hope that people start to take it a little more seriously um yeah but is, is it not like but i mean i'm throwing just ideas out yeah. but is it then not better we focus on a medication of course you know pfizer did that pill like what you get if you have it and it, it the pill basically reduces the chance to get a bad corona outcome like 80 90 down so is it not then better instead of like completely having a vaccination world to basically uh, uh, whatever, you know, like just let it run and take the pills. Yeah. I mean, there's so many um, different approaches that we could be taking. I think that they're all worth some thought if, as long as it's not horse uh, fucking dewormer. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it, it, I know it's it's uh, uh, but but it is, and that is the thing where I'm always like, you know, in, a lot of times I'm in Germany. I do hear the podcast too, and uh, uh, it's funny because the Kai Blasberg and I, uh, we we are not on one specific side. We we are just open minded, going with the facts. Mm-hmm. And we cannot because there are so many people that just vaccine, vaccine, and vaccine, and vaccine, and vaccine, and lock everything down, lock everything down. We have to be safe. Nobody can die, right? And after a while now, I uh, <clears throat> we have to also just see the facts. And the fact is that even if you're vaccinated, you carry the virus and you give other people corona. So yeah, no, it's incredibly selfish to to get public. yes. You know, it's yeah, but but that is what I mean. It's like so uh, we we just need that as a fact. It's like when you have other vaccines, a lot of times you're not getting it, but you also don't even infect others anymore. You know, like the measles vaccine or whatever. Then it's not that you get the measles and infect other people, but you don't feel it. No, you don't get the measles, and other people cannot get infected by you. It's blocking also that you're infectious. So and but that is with the corona vaccine absolutely not the case. So and now means basically what is that vaccine actually doing? It's helping you, yourself only, not other people, but yourself only, that you don't get a bad corona, like a ventilator corona. That risk gets drastically reduced by the vaccine, but not more. So, 
And that, and because there is the third world, there is Africa, there is Latin America, there is Asia, where where the the they are still not enough vaccinated. There's still not enough people even want to get vaccinated, and 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 all of them will create after Omicron, whatever Pomicron, it will happen. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of funny, but it will it just will not stop at Omicron. We know that already. It's impossible. It will not stop. So and then in summer, they will say, oh, shit, now comes something else this time from Korea, as an example, whatever. And then we need a new vaccine. The Omicron doesn't work for it. Then they need three months. And then we have next winter and everybody gets full on hit with a new virus. And, and you have to, 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 again, a few million people dead worldwide. And again, a total shit show. And the people running around with masks and everything gets limited and everything gets closed down. It's crazy. I, I, I just wanted to, it's a little bit off topic, but it's not. Imagine, just put this in your mental notes for the eventual Rampage 4. Imagine that we show a, a culture, a society um, like this, like much later, like we, we fast forward in time and show the effects of the virus uh, on, on our society as well in the movie. Yeah, I mean, but you don't need even Bill Williamson anymore. I mean, it's like well, these... I mean, the, the it, he represents he is like the fixture, and the society is around him to tell the story. Um, every movie has moved forward in time, and I think that um, if we could somehow capture um, what we predict where we're going in the film, half the time it's predicted it accurately. But what you're saying right now, imagine. The effects of the booster shot after you know ten years, how, people's attitudes and how how much it actually covers you know twenty percent, <laughs> and and people's attitudes in ten years still going through this shit. I think that would be interesting to capture, uh, even in the backdrop of the film, just to give it more weight. Yeah, I mean. Uh... A lot of people come. A lot of things come to my mind for the for the future. I just yeah. did a, we talked about the um, uh, true story thing from uh, Chris Hart and Wesley Snipes on Netflix already. Oh, no, you haven't told me. Tell tell us. Yeah, it's it's a great show on Netflix. Uh, eight episodes, and it's it's it, it's double good because. Hart plays basically himself as a comedian, a big star comedian who makes tons of money. And Wesley Snipes is his unsuccessful half criminal brother. Okay. And so, and he has a concert, like, or well, his stand up comedy show uh, in um, uh, where Philadelphia somewhere. Yeah, in Philly, right? So, and now uh, he wakes up and has like a groupie woman in his bed dead. And she overdosed. And so he sees his career going totally down the drain. And the good thing is that, so it's, 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 it starts more as a comedy and it gets harder as a, like a crime story, basically. But what is cool is that uh, Chris Hart can, like, basically, he plays himself how he is, right? So I like exactly his situation, basically. And that makes it more believable that you almost think you watch a, a doku show. And then uh, Wesley Snipes basically says, we can get rid of him. The body. We have to get the body out of here, 
And then he hires uh, Billy Zane, who was in my blood brain. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, and, and he was in uh, um, Dafur for me. And he plays like a Greek gangster who wants to get rid of the, the body, right? So and he gets rid of the body, but then he wants six million bucks for it. That was basically a, a zero more as Chris Hart expected. And during Wesley Snipes basically uh, drives the body away, uh, Chris Hart kills Billy Zane and oh, turns shit. into a murderer. You Dude, know? I want to see this show now. This sounds good. Yeah, so I don't tell you more, but but I really liked it because it really did a very dark turn uh, already in episode one, or, or I think it's in episode one already. And then it really gets a, a real gangster story, and I, I love it. I, I love it. I, I have to say, it was one of the really good things on, on Netflix I uh, I watched, you know. Yeah, and then that I sounds watched... awesome. I'm going to have to get Netflix just to check this out. It sounds for the first time somebody's actually described a Netflix feature that sounds interesting. That's the very TV, first time. TV series. TV series. <laughs> yeah. So the, the TV series is a lot of times better as the films. I just watched also on Netflix that new film with Sandra Bullock. Um, I don't even know what the name is, but they were shot it completely in uh, Gas Town in uh, Vancouver where my restaurant is. So uh, in all the, the, the homeless neighborhoods. And, and she plays somebody who was in jail for murder for 20 years and comes out. And she killed a cop. And uh, now she wants to start a new life, but she also wants to find her little sister who went to a foster home after she got to jail. Right? Yeah. So the sister was a younger sister and she was already like a teenager or whatever. And then, uh, um, so it's a drama from a German director, a woman, she did before that movie System Crasher. And uh, what was a very good movie in Germany about like a, um, yeah, a girl who didn't fit in, a girl who went to the foster home basically. And uh, the foster home gives her back to social services. Well, that, that, so that, what, that, that System Crasher film was actually very good. And, uh, but that movie is a film where I'm, when you watch it, it's kind of dragged out and it doesn't really make it for me. And I think that shows what at Netflix, for example, so how you get the green lid from Netflix, how, why they gave that people 20 million bucks to show, to do that movie. Uh, it's just Sandra Bullock. It's yeah. just, you need a cast, you know? Yeah. Well, That's you always I, said that you need a star and they probably think the same way. You know? Yes, and but that is what I mean with the Elliot Ness project we have, with the FBI project. I'm uh, trying to work now this week uh, with a casting agency together in Los Angeles so that uh, I have to attach actors. Yeah. Because the Elliot Ness thing can be a very good, um, um, similar to the Untouchables one, where you have a very good surrounding cast in all the little parts. And then you maybe don't need necessarily Kevin Costner as Elliot Ness. But uh, well, oh, been so long, I don't think people are married to Ellie, Ke Kevin Costner as Elliot Ness. It would be nice to have him, but that was yeah. a long time ago. 
Yes, and if you get maybe some other actors uh, more known also now from big TV shows, like hit TV shows, mm -hmm. um, then maybe it carries also uh, on, on this way. You know, you don't need theatrical, big theatrical names. And um, but I think that, that is the way to go. We just need I will spend some money on it uh, to because we cannot do pay or play offers, right? We cannot say uh, we shoot in May and you get a million bucks uh, on mask yeah. now. That is not that is not our situation. So our situation is uh, casting agency calls the agent, have a good relationship with the agent for other from other films. Uh, and then saying, look, we need LOIs, we need letter of intent. Would if there's if, if we get the financing together for the film, would that person play that part? That is what I need for now. And then I can then I can go to Netflix and Amazon and Hulu, whatever, and say, look, that is the package. We have the Untouchables Part Two, basically. Elliot Ness. It's a franchise. It's a real story. It's a real gangster film. It's like The Irishman, but with Elias Ness. Yeah, it's, it's about a serial murder case in Cleveland, etc. So I think then we would have something we can present. Because um, I heard also from the German uh, uh, Netflix that they said they're getting 40 scripts a day. Yeah. And it's just too much, right? And and so they told me basically how they uh, that they most of the scripts nobody will ever read. Like they they're just going into the garbage because they're looking who gives us the project. That is the first thing. Who comes in with the project, right? Is it a known director, a known producer? So boom, I'm a known director and producer. That is good. But now I think you need that second tier. You need you need the names of the actors, or you have basically no real chance that they actually call you and say we will do that film with you and pay it i think we have without the actors we have no chance there you go i think you're on the right track honestly yeah you know at the agency they i used the same agency i, I used for postal years ago and they brought for postal amazing actors jk simmons and so on and they liked, they liked the project. They, they uh, said we should have a Zoom uh, oh. call. But you should get J.K. Simmons. Get him, man. He would be great. No, he would be great in a gangster film. But, but he's not, he cannot be Elliot Ness. He, can, no. he, he has to be like the, the boss of Elliot Ness. Yeah, he would be right? great. Even a mobster or something. I don't know. Yeah, don't yeah know. he's perfect. But it's what I mean. It's like and, and uh, when, when you got um, this kind of like a very good supporting cast it, it, then it's let's say you have first five good supporting names and it's a jk simmons and, and whatever like people 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 know and uh then it's way easier to find a real lead yeah you know no, yeah they'll hear they'll they'll hear that jk simmons is involved and they'll be like oh okay it's it's legitimate it's that it's a real film and then they'll sign on yeah, yeah. you know and then it's because we we all know also and we learn now that it's not really the um, the budget yeah. uh, what shocks Netflix. I yeah. mean, they pay 150 million bucks for films, right? So it's not like, I think they're looking more into the quality and they, if you say Elliot Ness, uh, uh, I can do it for 15 million bucks with, with unknown actors, I don't think Netflix gives a shit. I, I think they say, no, that's not what we want. 
What they want is an Elliot Ness with five very good actors and in a high-end production. What yeah. would Scorsese would 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 get a hundred million to do it? I can do the same film for forty. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and I mean that has to be the sales point to say, look, I'm not asking for uh, even if the movie has the same size like The Irishman, it has really the same size, like the, the action scenes and actors and all that stuff. But I know I can do it for like 20, 25 million bucks plus the actors. You know, yeah, I mean, no, you, of course, you make it like I, I have in my budget some actor fees, but if you go for bigger actors, they, they will want more money. And then you just need to uh, put them on top of the, the budget, right? So, and, uh, but, but I, I think that it's not a number what is impossible to, to generate from a Netflix or Amazon. No, zero. I think they can totally do it. You know? No, of course. I'm I'm very excited that we're moving in this direction and I hope that things continue to go there. I, I really am excited about this project. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, so but that are things like they uh that shows like we are actually working on it to uh to 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 keep making films yes you know? so i never also go back to the postal uh, game makers and will say look guys uh, reconsider yeah uh to let me do postal 2 because what's the point what's the motivation or the point when i'm writing postal 2 and the game company instead of being absolutely supportive what they should do they should be like saying, of course, we don't charge you money to do it. We are happy and honored for you to do Postal 2. That is what they should say. And then they should support it and say, how can we cross promote the game and the film? So if, well, if I don't have this done, done, I'm not interested. He'll be back on the 16th and then we can talk to him and you can say all this to him. Hopefully. Yes. We don't know yet. We really don't know. Do I don't think so. No, I, I, but, but, but I mean, you saw the email where he said this is yeah. not for us right now. Uh, we have right now no interest, right? So, but I want to hear what he has to say. I want to hear, does he say that, does it not have enough to do with the game? Or is it that he just is not interested in you doing a Postal 2? That's what I would like to know. Because it was, it was a very brief, but it was a very harsh kind of uh, toned letter. Yeah, and nobody. No, no, we're not going out there saying uh, anything that isn't true. You know, we're, no, we're interested. That's all we were saying. Who else would do Postal 2? Yeah. No one. I mean, you think there comes Michael Bay and says, it's my biggest, uh, uh, my biggest uh, honor <laughs> to do Postal 2 uh, after all. If it was made by Hollywood, it would be so censored. Forget it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it doesn't, it, it will not fly this way. Maybe like, you want but nobody will do Postal 2 as nobody will do another Blood Red film. It's oh, me yeah. or nobody. That is the it, would be excellent. it would be excellent. I'm very excited. We've been thinking about this for so long, so deeply. Even if there's not a foreign story, we've been taking notes for this for a long time. And I think that I just, I just want to, we, we, we just have to hear what he has to say. I don't want to say anything prematurely. Yeah. Yeah. So then I would say for today we're done and then we see how everything develops the next few days. And uh, 
Yeah. Yep. And uh, just just before we go, Anne Rice died last night. I know. The Rock writer of Interview with the Vampire and Queen of the Damned. Yeah. So I had no clue that she was still alive. I actually. <laughs> no, no, really. I mean, it's it's really. Uh, um, I I didn't know that that she. Maybe died. I thought she was a vampire, and that's why. But maybe I guess not. <laughs> so I mean, it was that was funny. But okay. All right, guys. Tune into the ball rock. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.